But he that is spiritual judges all things. You don't allow things to judge you. You decide how the interview should go. You decide how the job should go. You decide how the marriage should go. You decide how the relationship should go. You don't allow things to influence, infiltrate into. You have a space in God, and nothing else must infiltrate yourself. I refuse to be sinning. I am not a sinner. I'm a saint. I overcome. I mortify the deeds of my flesh. I am crucified with the Lord Jesus. Now I live in Him. Face yourself and judge yourself. Apostle Paul says, I put my body under so that when I preach to others, I will not be a castaway. And you get what I'm saying? Judge yourself. It's more or less like, a, it's like an ordination service. All right? When I say an ordination service, what I mean by it, it's like a commissioning service. So what God does with a living sacrifice is that he sends living sacrifice how to carry out his agenda on the earth. Some of you testify, we are not emotional people like the, like the MC said. Is this ceremony or master of ordination or master of uh, service? <laughs> MS, like the MS said. We are not emotional people. Um, where people understand um, the patterns and the works of God, and we acknowledge Him for it. Um, I notice that we are not, at the same time, um, people use the old mouth to talk. Because I observe most of the testimonies, some of them were coded. If you, you see people, they just coded and say, you know, my career has been going better and better and better and better and better. It's so good, no? so better and better and better. Promotion, oh, no? so good. Praise God. So when you hear things like that, and there are people who are holding God testimonies. Let me tell you something. You quoted a scripture. Bible says, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the words of their testimony. Testimonies actually validate what has happened and open doors for more to happen. It's always good to testify. Praise the Lord. Let's turn our Bible to the book of uh, the book of uh, the book of First uh, John. Let me start from First John chapter three, verse one. The title of my message is "The Sending of the Sons of God." The Sending of the Sons of God. Behold, what manner of love! Let's read it together. Ready, everybody? Read. What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because can you see that? What what manner of love indescribable that God has bestowed upon us that we should be called called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because the world did not know him. 
I want you to say to yourself, say, I'm a child of God. So what you are saying invariably is that God is your father, right? God. But we learned through the conference that we ought not to just remain as a child of God. You see that? That there is need for us to grow up. As fantastic as being a child is, there is more in God that you can get done, that you can achieve for the kingdom if you grow up as a child of God. Everyone is a child of God. You see that? Everyone is a child. To be a child is fantastic. I mean, when we were children, we were looking forward to just grow up and become big. And now that we are big, So you see people saying things like, growth is a scam. Adult, adulthood. It's not a scam, they didn't scam you. You have to just grow, praise God. I say praise the Lord. So it is important that you grow up. You cannot remain a child. If you don't grow up, then you are, you are a problem. You can imagine the way it is. I know a man of God who has a child, the firstborn, who, has, who refused to grow up. You know, um, at the age of three, the last time I knew them, um, I still was in touch with them, about three, four years old, the child was still behaving like a baby. The younger brother has grown and started doing things is a frustration for any parent to... Somebody say, God loves me. Have you been through anything at all? You have been through a lot, right? You know, if you have been through a lot, can you imagine what I've been through? Have you ever thought that, ah, I ain't shame Have you ever thought like, is it that something is wrong with me? Is it that, or should I run away? <laughs> Something like that. I saw it on the status of one of our members. I don't know whether it's a... Just stumble on status, you know, I don't watch status. He put it there and said, ah, <laughs> should I run away? <laughs> In Falakuna. It's children that run away from problems. When you grow up, you face the challenge and solve it. There are things that are so dynamic and very wonderful about being a child. All right? I'm not here to really go deeper about those things because I'm aiming at something. The message says descending of the sons of God. So he said, behold what manner of love. So we have to understand this, that God is our father and it is love that binds us together. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must be so sure that God loves you. And that's period. When your head is correct, when your head is not correct, you know what I mean? When you are just, when you are misbehaving, God's love is intact. You know, at the beginning of the ministry, I'm talking about Life Channel now. Um, these were early days, early 2000. I got a call the first time I got a call from God was 1999. 
And you know, you could look back and just think that, you know, it happens to a man of God. He's very popular, I will have mentioned his name, but let me just, you know, he was feeling somehow. His wife said, you, with all the things that God has done for you, you are still feeling somehow. There's a way you feel like you, should, you are more than this, you should have gone further than this. And that's just being sincere. But you see, if you allow that feelings to overwhelm you, you will not be grateful. Because at the same time, some other people have gone underground. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you know what I've faced, what has faced me, it's both ways. We face ourselves. Praise the Lord. Ministry-wise, I will have resigned. Since if God did not call me, I will have jackpot. Praise God. If God did not call me. And you are part of the things I've faced. You are part of it. You are part of it. You are part of it. You see, there are things that happened that I was caught unaware. I had to be questioning and be asking, making investigation. What could have happened? What could have gone wrong? That you, you do um, a research. So God gave me some words to just let me know that he is the true shepherd. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, that I can be a shepherd, but he is the true shepherd. So what he was telling me is that he's actually the ones that owns the church and pastor the church. And I'm, is, is that there are things that I, won't be, I, I may not know, but he is aware. Praise the Lord. He's aware of everything that is going on. Until God shows me and some things happen to certain people, you know, now explain further, I get that. Look, God will always find a way to humble men. God will always find a way to humble men. So he said, what manner of love God has bestowed on us? Let's go to 1 John chapter 4, verse um, 17, I think. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. You see that? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Is he saying as he is, so are you going to be in this world? Is that what it says? As he is, so are we in this world. As he is. So how is he? It's the question. How is he? How is he? You know, one of the things that amuses and makes um, parenting very wonderful is that sometimes you just look at your children and you are happy within yourself because you have successfully reproduced yourself. You could see your character, your attributes, your resemblance in your children. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even when they are still children. So children that are not bastards, they will carry certain, do you understand? Same DNA, same, you know, some character. So when you see some children behave, you say, ah, it's your father you, you resemble. 
You know, you take after your father with your character, your attitude, your mother, your, do you understand? So if you see anyone that does not take anything after the father or the mother, then there should be a DNA test or something, or maybe only the mother. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's what our word has turned into. Amen. Amen. I hope you can hear me clearly. So that you are a child of God, you might not be perfect yet. It doesn't mean you should be perfect because growth brings perfection. Are you getting what I'm saying? Growing up brings what? Perfection. That is why the first scripture we read said, what manner of love? that we should be called children of God. So we are called children of God. You know, like Bible says, unto us a child is given. So we were given. A child is born. We were born again. We got born again. And he said, a son is given. So between the being a child and becoming a son, a love has happened. One of the key things that happened is that love is perfected. Put it first John chapter 4 verse 17. Can you see? Is that what? 1 John chapter 4 verse 17. He said, is that love has to be perfected among us. I don't know where I get to what I'm saying. There's difference between the first verse and the second verse. Are you listening to me? The first verse says, is love gave birth to us and we become children. And he calls us children. Now, this verse is saying, the love of God has been perfected among us. And as he is, because of that, because we have grown up, as he is, so are we in this world. That's very powerful. That's very powerful. You see, there are certain things that parents can do, children can do. But when the children grow up, they can do what their parents, is that clear? If, if you can drive and your child has grown up, learn how to drive, he can also drive. It's amazing that it doesn't matter how long you have been driving, when your child starts driving, can even drive better than you. That's why Jesus Christ says, the work I do, you will do also. Praise the Lord. Did you get that? But there must be some level of growing up. There must be some level of what? growing up to be able to do the work. You can look like the father, but not be able to do like the father. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You can look like the father and not really be living like the father. That's why you struggle with certain issues, certain sins, certain thoughts. But I believe God is going to, you see, you can revelation and understanding to leave those things behind. The Bible says, lay aside all sins and weight that easily beset us. Let's run the race with endurance, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He said, lay aside. It's because you don't really know as much. By the time you start growing up, you outgrow certain things. When you focus on growing up, not stop sinning, just focus on growing up. Your maturity will make you drop a lot of things. There are things you used to do 10 years ago. You look at it. You were like, ah. How come? How come? Are you getting what I'm saying? In fact, there is a way you used to look 10 years ago. Have you seen some of your throwback? They are more or less like throwaway. Praise God. So what does that mean? Growth. 
makes you look better. Do you get what I'm saying? Makes you shine. Makes you, you know, I want this to be very practical and pragmatic. I want you to look at it. There's a way you used to look in Christ. Even though you resemble your parents. You know, sometimes when you are growing up, that resemblance becomes clearer. It becomes clearer. But don't forget this. Bible says love is perfected. Is perf- love is perfected among us. There shouldn't be anybody here you don't like. And say, I'm not even talking about love. It is the word likeness. I, I love everybody. I can't like. I don't like anybody. Whether like or love. Perfect. When love is perfected, likes they play. Praise God. Like we comply. Is that clear? We are not saying you should like somebody to marry the person. Why is your heart always going towards all kinds of... Do you understand? Oh uh, yeah, testify. Nobody has come to testify. I was single. Now, you know, I'm single hooked. Single connected. Single... Do you understand? Single married. Single... And you see, it's like, God has blessed me in all areas of my life. I don't care. I'm not going to use your black mic because it is white unto the Lord. You know, it was on my way to this place. I found out that's my iPad pouch is black. I put it, I had, I had to use to wrap it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And God is touching all your areas. I'm telling you, don't forget that prophetic word. We have moved. Maritally, we have moved. You see, as children, you don't take certain steps of faith. As sons, you don't even look around before you leap. You leap, then you start looking. Are you saying children looks, you know, even as a child, you were taught how to cross the road. You look left, you look right, you look. Are you get what I'm saying? When you grow up now, you just look here. Or you say, wait. I've seen people stopping me like that. What on that city? No uniform, nothing. Yes, uh, ah, and people are passing. <laughs> A child cannot do that. Some of you are growing up into having some audacity, authority. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am telling you, there's a commissioning that cannot make you remain a child in this service. You will not remain it. Even in the way you handle business, in the way you handle, you just suddenly realize you are meeting with some books, having some friends, having some connect. They will tell you, say, is that what you are doing? Oh, so what's the, the total estimate? I say, ah, 50 million. Ah, oh, okay. Ah. But what I want to give you is about 500 million. So what they are telling you is that you, you, are, you, are, you need to grow. You can't grow in Christ and everything around you will not grow. That is the truth. It's a love has been perfected. And he now said that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. This day of judgment is not, you can interpret it literally or figuratively. Literally because there is a day of judgment that all of us are going to appear before God. Then figuratively, because there are days of judgment on the earth, 
if you apply for a job, it's judgment for them to say, we are taking you or not taking you. Are you guessing what I'm saying? For you to appear before an interview panel, it's a judgment day. When you are not there and your file is being considered, maybe for a contract you bid for or whatever, it's a day of judgment. When somebody, you do a transaction, you do a business with somebody and the person is to pay you and the person pays you, it's a day of judgment. If they don't pay you, if they hold you, it's judgment. Life is judgment. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. And Bible says that he that is spiritual. Look for that scripture. I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 3 something. Or 2 something. In chapter 2 something. We'll come back and say, we have boldness. Somebody say, I have boldness. boldness. See what I'm sharing with you? The disciples didn't have boldness before. He gave them power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Are you getting what I'm saying? But at some point, when the Holy Spirit came on them, their life changed. Bible says, where they prayed, shook. And they were filled with boldness to speak the word of God. They were threatened not to. But you see, their growth got them to a point they were filled again, intoxicated, and they spoke the word with boldness. Spoke the word with boldness. Are you still here? But he that is spiritual judges all things. You don't allow things to judge you. You decide how the interview should go. You decide how the job should go. You decide how the marriage should go. You decide how the relationship should go. Are you getting what I'm saying? You decide. You don't allow things to influence, infiltrate. Into, do you understand? You have a space in God and nothing else must infiltrate it. You decide it. He that is spiritual, look at that scripture, judges all things. How many things? Does that include marriage? Does that include relationship? Does that include finances? Does that, do you understand? You can look at your account and judge it. Judge it. You speak to it. I taught a, a message long time ago. I call it judgmental statements. That is where I got it from. You judge things with your mouth. But it takes somebody who is as grown up who is a son to judge things? He's a son to judge things. Either his spiritual judges or to yet he's not he himself is he's rightly judged by because you have judged all things. You look at yourself. I refuse to be sinning. I am not a sinner, I'm a saint. I overcome, I mortify the deeds of my flesh. I am crucified with the Lord Jesus. Now I live in him. Faith yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? And judge yourself. Judge your body. Is that clear? Apostle Paul says, I put my body under so that when I've preached to others, I will not be a castaway. Are you getting what I'm saying? Judge yourself. Judge your feelings. Praise God. I was driving here. And I saw in a flash that a young minister in Nigeria died. I saw it in a flash. At least, let me just tell you something. I saw it in a flash. I started mentioning the names of the young ministers that I know in the body of Christ as I was driving. I know when I drive, I speed. Although now, now as, as a father, I've started, praise God. Hallelujah, praise God. So, I started mentioning so 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 shall not die. So 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 shall not die. So so shall not die. So so I know it's not me, but it will affect the body. 
That's how his son thinks. Not that, ah, he's one of the, ah, he should die. So that some of his members will cross too. <laughs> I told some ministers, I said, if four streets in Lagos decide to come to your church, you'll do many services. Do you know how many people stay in, in one house in Lagos? Especially some, some places. One house. I went to, I drove towards where called Bishop. I saw some area. I was wondering, there are so many in this place. I, I, it's like used to it. You know, my life lived in stars, lived in stars. I lived in places where people were not that many. Lived of some part of Ife, quarters. You understand? Where you, know, you are walking, you know, maybe you are just like 20 in the streets, 30 in the streets. Yeah, I got to. So I, I said, What? So when people say they came from this side, they came from, I now understand. And I said, I saw buses, I saw commercial. Is there, I understand that commercial, this thing, is different from, because some areas, so ah, I said, what? So many, you know, if somebody has a church in that place and it's not growing, because one family can populate your church. One house. And so why should, I said that to say this, why should there be a competition there? The love of God has perfected, has been perfected among us. You see that? The love has been. The signs that you are growing is your love work. How you are able to forgive, forbear, and give generously. And I'm going somewhere with it. Hmm. I love you forever. I love you forever I love you forever Sing it with anointing sing it from your heart I love you for God almighty I love you forever I love you forever Lord. One more time sing I love you Lord I love you We love you the love has been perfected among us. Give us first Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. I want to quickly read something for you. He said, We have boldness in the day of judgment. Somebody say, I got boldness. See, you must be bold. Even the devil does not feel it yet. Demons don't feel it yet that you are bold. They don't feel it. Some of you have been parabolating. You are supposed to speak with your mouth. I love you. I like to marry you. You look good. You know, I mean, you are the only sugar in my tea. You are the cockroach in my wardrobe. Don't have those kind of wardrobe, please. Uh, you are the only rats in my... What was that? Praise the Lord. I love you to walk to... Ah, see, the person is a sister. It's not... It's not it's not a... Uh, do you get what I'm saying? Receive boldness in the name of Jesus Christ. And you as a sister too, because you can't talk like that, show care. Communicate it. In action. Praise God. In action. 
Glory to God. Receive grace for care ministry. For men don't want to be to marry careless women. Praise God. It's care. Caring women. So that's why we first declared our love to God. You know, we love you forever. I know that some of you, some of you, you need that boldness. Somebody say, I'm bold. Say louder. Say, I, by the Spirit of God. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. It takes boldness to make move. Whether business, career, or whatever, it takes boldness. It takes, you can't decide today. Just like that lady said, you know, I decided and I came to Lagos, and you know, and I had opportunity to stay somewhere, blah, blah. Look, even when you don't even know where you're going to stay, stay somewhere. Just enter a city and say, God has led me here. It has to his boldness. His boldness. You, and boldness is a product of faith. Walking by faith. It's confidence. Bible says and we have this confidence in the Lord that whenever we ask him of anything, he answers us. Boldness. You can imagine how, your, how you as parents, some of you here, we, you'll be very happy when your children can be very bold about some things. Sometimes they will come and report. Well, let me just say this. Sometimes they come to report. Your child is beating everybody in school. They say, what nonsense is that? After the teacher is there. In you, you are happy. They say, don't be beating people. Stop it. But within you, there's a fulfillment. Now my son, they beat people. Yes. You tell the mother, increase the ever, please. <laughs> I remember when we were small in those days, we'll be walking in the dark parts. As children, we did something. We did something. So there was one night. <laughs> we walk it. We like we my my parents would tell me to to especially my mom said, you go in front. You are the one that likes <laughs> I would just be in front. As a small boy. Fearless. Believers are supposed to be fearless. Are you getting what I'm saying? Boldness. Boldness. The last time you were intimidated will be the last time you'll ever be intimidated in the name of Jesus. None of you will ever feel inferior again in the name of Jesus. You can't carry Holy Ghost and feel inferior to men. Holy Spirit. Go to verse 1. He just talk about love. If I give, I this, I don't have love. If I speak in tongues, you know all this. You know, I don't have love. I'm, I'm making noise. Yes. Verse 2. I prophesy. I, you know, it talks about the, um, um, uh, the importance of love. How indispensable love is. Go to verse 4 or so. Verse 4. Verse 4. Look at it. He said, Love suffers long, it's kind, it's not envious. Love does not parade itself, it's not puffed up. Yes, verse 5, quickly. And he says, Does not behave rudely, does not seek his own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. You see that? Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Yes, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Can you see love? 
How many things are you enduring? Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there, are, there is knowledge, it will vanish away. So God is telling us that, look, gifts can always fizzle out. Yes? And he says, for we know in part and prophesy in part. So nobody knows the whole thing. Yes? And the Bible says that, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. You know, go, go for that. So he's talking about the finances. So when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away... So you see what I'm saying? So that means Paul grew up. You see? You see, I put away childish things. So that means some speakings are childish things. Some thinking, tough, childish stuff. Some um, understanding, childish understanding. And you see that? Even look at the order. I always, the first time I read this place, what God pointed to me is that look at the order. It's the children that speak first before they understand. I spoke as a child. I understand as a child. I taught as a child. It should have been I taught as a child. I understand as a child. I think as a child. I understand. It should have been I think, I understand, then I speak. Can you see that? Uh, so if he's to complete this verse and describe who a man he is to us, you will have said, I think, I understand as a man, I think as a man, I understand as a man, and I what? Speak as a man. That's why scripture says, be quick to hear and be slow to speak. Because there's a period where you have to process are you getting what I'm saying? So you see sounds process things, whereas the children don't process, they just speak. You see that? They just speak. That's why when you see people who they are envious, they are jealous, they are gossips, they are gossip, they just speak. They just speak. Claim to have understanding, but his child is understanding. That's what Bible is saying. Childish. Somebody say, I grew up. I grew up. Say louder. Say, I grew, up. I grew up. So there are dimensions of encounter with Jesus, revelation of the redemption that birthed salvation. That's number one. Number two, encountered with Jesus, because with that first one, you got born again. Encounter with Jesus, the living word that helps you to grow up and builds you. According to Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Number three, a canter, a canter with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, all right, that colonize and join you together with God as one spirit, with God Almighty. So that's that steers communion between you and God Almighty. All right, He fills you, He directs you, you know, every day. Number four is the encounter with God Almighty that commissions you and sends you as sons. 
send you as sons. Let me tell you something about a child. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Look at what it says. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For you are all sons of God. Even if you are a child yet, somebody say, I'm, I'm a son of God. For you are all sons of God. The word sonship, the word sonship, listen to this. The word sonship, you see, a child is born. Are you getting what I'm saying? A son is given. This is the difference. A trained child will become a son. A trained and a growing child will become a son. When it comes to spirituality, we are not deliberate about our training. We are supposed to train our spirits to grow. Just the way you feed your body to be alive and be healthy. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you don't just feed your body, you also train your mind. You got education. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of you still read books, which all of us should be doing. To educate our mind, renew our mind, upgrade our mind, all right, in the scheme of things. The same way you are supposed to educate your spirit. What I'm doing now is to educate your spirit primarily, to feed your spirit to grow. The priority out of the body, soul, and spirit should be spirit, followed by the soul. Some of us, we can take like one hour to take care of our body, take like one and a half hours, two hours, decorate our body, make up and do all that, which is fantastic. You have to look good. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have to look good to glorify God. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you see, the priority must be on the spirit. You have to take some time, three hours, two hours, praying in the Holy Ghost. Then you take time to meditate, to read big books, literatures. There are other books that God will send your way, connect you to. You read them. Things don't just happen by accident. There's a reason why we're just scrolling up on your this day and they say, 10 books you have to read before the end of the year. There's a way you can register in your spirit that at least two of them, you should read it. That's a child of the spirit that wants to grow into sonship. Are you getting what I'm saying? Growth matters. Maturity matters. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Yes, next verse. I said, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Yes. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ. Yes? And it says, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and yes, according to the, you know it says yes, according to the what? Promise. Good. We have received the promise, the fulfillment of the promise, which is the Holy Ghost. So he is to bring about all the fulfillment of all other promises. Are you getting what I'm saying? But I want you to see something. Cross to the other side. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go, everybody. Now, I say that the here, as long as he's a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he's the master of all. Can you imagine? What does this mean? 
Now, I've seen some of our billionaires in this country uh, strategically positioning their children as directors, right? Some of the top billionaires in the world, there's a man that became the, um, the, the, how do they call it? The richest man in the world. Um, I've forgotten his name. He's into luxury. Does and gap and all those things are under him. He has different strain. I've forgotten his name. But if you make search, you'll get it. All the, all the streams, well, we use streams, but all the brands under his mother company, every one of them is headed by his, his children. Every one of them is headed by his child. Every one of them. And he trade them in such a way that every one of them is doing well in that one that they hold. When they say a righteous man lives in instance for children, that's the kind of it. The children are super productive. For him to have done that, he will have trained his children. For him to have, you don't see any man putting it. It's actually saying, when they were children, they couldn't be heard of those things. Forget sentiments. For I've read about family businesses. They say when anybody is misbehaving in the family, he does he can be given something to survive, but he cannot help the company. I read there, I read they have the fathers that started the companies. I you see, some of them they started a shoe company. The children come, they put wine. The become grow, it doesn't just start as as big as the way we now see it today. Some of them would have started with something small. Maybe matches. And before children come and realize that okay, there's an opportunity with, with shoemaking. And then they push shoe, then like that. Like there are companies like that. If you search them, you realize they have all kinds of. But what they started with was something small. And their father became big. Lay down principles. If there is any grandson, great grandson anymore, that does not comply with this principle, he should not be given any employment in this company. I read books like that. They said you can keep him alive, but don't give him responsibility. So what it means is that they just give him something to survive. Whether the person is firstborn or lastborn, forget sentiment. For, in Africa, we get overly emotional about some things. I'm talking about Indians, the Asians, I'm talking about the Americans, I'm talking about the core Europeans. That's how they live their life. Forget sentiment. Eh, but it's your son. You mean your son will not work in your company? Yeah. That is the Bible. If you remain a child, you cannot hold the estate. That is God told Jesus, said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well. It's not it's not our parents that are pleased with their sons. That's the truth saying so human well placed. You know what has happened to Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ was subjected to human humanity, was subjected to be a human being. And he had to grow up. He had to grow up at the age of 12, recognize the ministry, the business of the father. He said, can't I be by my father's business? At the age of 12, he had to grow up. Look at your neighbor, say grow up. While he was growing up, he had to make a decision without his parents to stay back. There are grown-up men here that can't make decisions without their parents. 35. Hey, mommy, 
I'm processing, I'm processing one visa. I want to go to London. That's stupid. That's stupid. At the age of 35, Jesus has even died and resurrected and left. <laughs> At 12, he stayed back. No wonder you're asking yourself, I've been conscious. Me conscious. I'm not lot. No, that's the truth. You have to grow up. We are getting into a dispensation, another phase, where there is no time. Like I have some guys who say there's no time to waste time, Pastor. Now I say that the here, the here, the here. You he say, he say we are here, according to the promise, right? Your promises can be hanging. You will not see fulfillment if you remain a child. That's what they say. The here, the here. You have the rights to the estate. You can even, you can even, but you don't have documents. It's owned by your father, but you don't have documents. You don't have documents. And Bible says you are not different from a slave. What Bible calls slave in their time is employees. People who work for people. And you get what I'm saying? It might be worse than that because they control all your time. Sometimes you live with them. Sometimes you stay with them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Do you know what it means for one of our big businessmen in this country? Their children not to be different from employees? No, think about it. Think of any big businessman in this country. Whether it's Boa or Dangote or do you understand or Tedolas or talk about God's same place, God. Hallelujah. You may not like him, but I like that statement. <laughs> Somebody sent me a message. I forwarded it to someone. Sorry, what I want to say. Yes. One minute, please. I won election. I'm proud of myself. They took me to court. I won again. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I said this. I said this man. <laughs> You want to say it to the mic? <laughs> you have to grow up to, to seize governments from people you complain against. Power is, they don't give power. It's either you kill the person that is holding to, to the power, to take the power. You don't understand what the Bible says. Bible says, how can you go? You can't go into a strong man's house. He said you first bind him. How many of you know it's in the Bible? You bind him and dispossess him. That's how devil has been acting like a strong man around you. Demons are acting like strong men around you. I hope you learned something. It doesn't mean I belong to... You remember Buhari said, I belong to nobody. I'm the pastor of all of you, amen? When I get to my house, I belong to somewhere. Praise God. As I'm here. <laughs> now I say that the here, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. Though is the master of all. That is the most critical part of this verse. How can somebody be a master of all and still yet not different from a slave? That's why you see princes begging for bed. 
You see the slaves riding the horse and the princess walking, trekking. Let's read some verses more here. Yes? But it's under guidance, under guidance, you see? Now we have Holy Ghost as our guidance, but there are still some people who will guide you to grow up. Even when it comes to spiritual things, this is everybody a freedom. The way it used to be in those days is that there are mentors in church. There are people who are elders. There are people, he told Timothy, he said, tell the elderly women to train the younger ones. Now the younger ones are acting like the elders. The elderly ones are acting like the younger ones. I'm talking about the body now. Tell the younger ones to listen to the, do you understand? Now the younger ones will be giving attitude to the elderly ones. The elderly ones will be wondering what's wrong with this one. And so when it comes to faith, the same thing for, for, for young men. Under guidance, there are things Holy Spirit will never tell you because there are men that are stood around you. Most of the things that disturb you, you just need counsel from somebody who will understand better. That's it's simple. I say, ah, me too. I know something. Yeah, when I really was saying yesterday that some things that's clarity will just call me and put a call through. So, sometimes one hour, sometimes 10, 30 minutes, I'll be explaining, I'll be showing him. You know, you see, you can start manifesting gifts and not really have some in-depth knowledge that can stabilize you. When you face a major storm, you can be blown away. Forget tea. Forget uh, gifts. Gifts cannot withstand storm. Eh? It's maturity that withstands storm. Maturity is not just understanding. It's stamina, in-depth communion, in-depth intimacy. With. You see, let me tell you something. If you shake a man and he's unshakable, that person has grown up. That you lost money in a business, you are not moved. You lost this, you lost storm. storm. Every now and then, you Bible says a house that is established on the rock. A man that does what I say, a man that does what I say, is like somebody who built his house on the rock. Rain will fall, and flood will come, wind will—I mean, why wind? Storm. He said the house remains intact. But those who don't carry out what I say, those are children, they will build their house or they build their house on the sand. On the sand. Do you know how many houses, how many projects have been carried away? By the flood, by the rain, by the wind. It's under guidance and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. The time appointed by the Father. So he goes to training. He goes to training. He goes to training. All the children can start as employees, but they will end up as directors. Are you getting what I'm saying? They will end up as directors. They will end up on the board, but they will start as employees. Even there are some fathers that tell them to, you have gone to school, Abby, first join these cleaners. Because you will never know their pain. By the time you just get, because the fathers went through a loss to grow up. So when they see a cleaner, they have that dignity sense for him being a human being and doing the job of a cleaner. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Because they grew up. But you were just born into wet. So you can look at a cleaner and say, a commoner. That's your own. Uh, that's your destiny. What's the word? Don't come tomorrow. You're sacked. Ah. But you see, the fathers are the ones speaking. They say, okay, we want to relieve you of your duty because of what has happened. So uh, we have, I've asked them to give you the, your next six months salary so that you can use it to start something. There's a difference between the two. There's a difference between the two. It's only those who grow up that think like that. If you are blessed, can you say amen? amen. Let's do one or two more verses. There are still more. Look at it. Yes? Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the element of the, of the world. Can you see what he said? Under the element, any little thing. I'm weak today. I don't think I'll be able to come. I'm stressed. Stress. Just go and pray two hours. Stress will be lifted. We stress. What are you going through there? What work are you doing that you are stressed? Do you know that the thing you are doing that you say you are you are stressed. It's just like 0.005% of what some people who sit over wealth and you are praying for breakthrough. You are stressed with 0.005% of what some people are doing. So what will people that they have about 10 phones and everything is ringing at the same time, what should they do? They have to get 10 secretaries. The people that manage this account, people that manage company one, company two, company three, company four, company You don't know breakthrough is very costly. You don't know success is expensive. Yes, rest. Going to work and coming back. Oh. You can imagine Jesus saying he's stressed, coming from Jericho to Jerusalem. And as they, ask, they want to stone them in Jerusalem, they escape to Samaria. I say, ah, I am stressed. Ah, do you think he will go to the cross? Cross go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Refuse to be under the elements. Elements. And for pastor, that, that stress can be real. You know, that is because it's stamina. You must have something within you that will withstand whatever is coming from the outside. You must have something within you. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son born of a woman, born under the law, started talking about Christ, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as, can you see that? That we might receive adoption as what? Uh, so that's why you can be born as a child, you are adopted as a son. Not adoption in terms of what you know, like you don't have parents, they now have to, you have to, adore. You are tired of your parents. You now cross to another parent. Are you getting it? It's not, it's not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about adoption is like a ceremony. You have been trained like a graduation. So God now say, my son in whom I'm well placed, he can take over my estate. He can take over my company. Are you getting what I'm saying? He can take over this. He can take over that. The person that sold land for us and my uncle, when I got to his company, he is in Abuja, but he has company here in Oshodi. Very big land like that. Ah, I said, this man. So I asked, I know his son. I said, what about him? He said, ah, that's his office. 
the father's office there, his sons, the sons of his is there. I would have been surprised if they said that he doesn't have office around that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even if he doesn't, some of them subject their children to the best of training because that's the continuity of their legacy. There's a continuity of God's legacy on the earth. And that's why he subjects believers to serious training. You cannot do what you like. God will spank you. God will rebook you. God will correct you. He will use men to correct you. He will use your pastor mostly to correct. And there's nothing you can do about it. That is the truth. Regardless of what you drive. Regardless of the position you occupy. Do you understand? The only thing is, I won't, I won't embarrass you publicly. I will take you to where I will rebook you. Something is wrong with your head. Sit down! That's, I look at some people. One, they, they, one Sunday they are in church, the other Sunday they are not in church. Everything is now democratized. Praise God. In those days, it's not, it's not like that. Stop it! What, what, what's wrong with you? I joined Marathon three days. When they told me, I told them, I said, ah, men and brethren, you will die. They said, uh, they laugh, all of them laugh. It's like a board meeting. They laugh at me. They said, don't worry. That's how I fasted. Marathon, three days. Marathon, three days. If there are no people that will push you into things, you will never do some things in your life. That's the truth. This one that you have become the boss of yourself. Under guidance, tutelage, and all that. I remember... Pastor Paul, you called me one day. I was about ministering, SLPC or so, at Spreskin. Two minutes to the time. So he just sent me a message. They called me. I think probably it was abroad, so I had to call. So he said, ah, you spoke to somebody. You wrote, you wrote. He said, this case has become ministry, criminal, uh, ministry, justice. Got to ministry of justice. It's not a criminal that you were discussing. So I was discussing with a lady friend who was abroad who probably had influence on media in a certain part of media concerning how to ameliorate, you know, the issue of a man of God that was involved in something. I said, Pastor, he said, you did, you did. He said, you don't know that anything you wrote can be used against you. And when they come for you, they will come for the rest of us. I was very happy. Prior to that time, I've gone to Pastor Kodio. I said, our relationship is too smooth. Pastor, blast us. That's how we will know that we belong here. A blast. He was looking at me like this was mine. Not knowing that he was piling it up on the delay, we'll be able to. I'm telling you the truth. Your pastor is not a boss. Your pastor has a pastor. Are you getting what I'm saying? One day we put out a poster. I wasn't the one that did it. They did it in Ife new creation worship. It was around the time there was criticism, rebellion in the body of Christ, as early creation, talking against the fathers. So he had something to do. He just he was trying to get me for close to like eight hours. I was off. I was with the Lord. Truly. Spoke to another brother, spoke to another pastor, blah, blah, they couldn't get me. So by the time I opened my phone, I switched it on. Some of you can't do that with your phone. Your phone controls you. Go and put your phone somewhere for one, for one week and see the deliverance that will come to your life. Serious deliverance. 
That's why sometimes they will send, God will send chief to come and say, <laughs> or you put your phone in. He said, Pastor, I put it in my pocket as I was going. <laughs> you just misplace. Those things are not normal. Why is this thing out of my life? Why is this coming into my life? Why did I lose this thing? No, you are a spiritual person. You have to investigate further. There are lessons to learn. Else you will lose more things. Are you getting what I'm yearning you this week? For you are glorious and greatly to be blessed. You are the Lamb of all chapter 6. Look, let me tell you that you are a prophet does not mean you are sent. You see, it's the, the, what puts you in the office is descending. You can have the gift that manifests a gift. It doesn't mean that you belong to an office. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, somebody cannot be saying it is fully the last time that somebody declared that he's the president, he won election quite all right. But the military said no. The most peaceful election ever. I witnessed it, though I didn't vote. The military said annulled. And he went to declare himself as president. They arrested him and put him in prison. Spent like five years in prison with all his money. That time when he said of Africa, he's the only one. Now that you have many billionaires, he's the, he was the only one. He was the only one. Now billionaires now have they, are, they have colleagues. He was the only one. People can can want you. It doesn't mean God has sent you. Listen clearly. People can like your gift. It doesn't mean God has sent you. When God sent you, He confirms your sending with signs and wonders. I don't have time to dwell on that because time is gone. When He told them, they go into the world. And the Bible says they went everywhere preaching the gospel. And God was working with them with signs and wonders, confirming His word with signs 
and wonders. And that is what is happening in this service. That some of you are being sent. You are being sent. And God will be confirming his word with signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. In your businesses, in your career, in your ministry, in everything. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, can you shout a believing amen? In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, sigh, I, and lifted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Yes. And the Bible says, above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. It's a very clear counter. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you know, the same Isaiah prophesied Isaiah 1, Isaiah 2, Isaiah 3, Isaiah 4, Isaiah 5. He's the one that he prophesied, and he was right. God said that, what kind of children are you guys? I'm summarizing chapter one now. He said, look, even with all this thickness of your sin, if it's be red like crimson, you know that. He said, come to me. I don't want you people to continue to live like this. Let's reason together. He prophesied, he switched into woe unto you. Woe unto you. Woe. Woe. You know, it was a ministry of woe. Woe. Once he sees you, whoa. Face this side, whoa. Yeah, then enter. Look at what Above it, yes, go to the next verse. And it says, and one cries to another, holy, 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 is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory, yes? And the post of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke, yes? So I said, so I said what? He saw the Lord. He said, Woe is me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's when the Bible says you judge yourself. This is it. For I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. So he has been prophesying with unclean lips. Look at it. He said, and I dwell in the midst of a people from clean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Yes. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the thumbs from the altar. Yes. And he touched my mouth. Living God for a counter for some people in this meeting. Are you guessing what I'm saying? Look at it, sir. And it touched my, 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 my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged. It's amazing how somebody could have been doing ministries for years and yet a counter with turn things around. Unclean lips. Forget gift, forget talent. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I. The voice of the Lord just declare. For you to know that God will not force anything on you. They walked on him. But by the time they wants to declare, they did not speak to him. Who shall I send? So a son takes responsibility. Are you getting what I'm saying? Here am I. Send me. And he said, go and tell these people, keep on hearing or do not understand. I believe that this service 
you'll be sent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is the instruction. Number one, grow up. Grow up. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Desire sincere make. Load yourself with God's word. Grow up. Fellowship with the Spirit. Grow up. That's number one. Number two, go for God. Who shall I serve? Go for God. In your businesses, in your career, preach the gospel. You are the light of the world. Shine the light. Solve problems. Don't complicate matters. Stop tweeting problems. Start, start emanating solutions. Are you getting what I'm saying? The problems in your office, start solving it. Go for God. Preach the gospel. Talk to your friends. This play will not have taken all of us if all of us decided to bring at least one or two persons. Preach the gospel. God led people to bring you into Christ. You too take responsibility. Are you getting what I'm saying? Two things. What is number one? Say it again. It becomes easier when you grow up. The second one is go for God. I left everything at go. You see, it's not, it's, not a, it's not an African thing. Well, let me say it's not a normal family thing. It's, even in Europe, everywhere, it's like that. That you have three kids. The firstborn is a son, the only son. And he graduated after training, just went into ministry. You know what it means? Somebody who's supposed to be bringing returns. Return on investment. You don't understand? You don't understand? And they knew that this guy had the capacity. I mean, you, you know, I told you, my, my dad was praying first class. Let him finish. After one prayer, one day I said, sir, stop praying about first class because we have calculated ahead. We find, we find out that there's no first. You can't be first class again. He knew I had the capacity. Even after all that, I got a job in oil and gas. I declined. Who knows? Maybe it's weed you'll be smoking now if I do not answer God's call. It's not impossible to be smoking weed. In fact, I'm suspecting you. <laughs> there are many who have become prostitutes. A lady graduated. This is it. He told me, Pastor, we came to campus to be bad. How we graduated as the virgin, we don't understand it now. Because the way people were caged, they saw admission as freedom. Hey! And some people, they were bad. In contact with me, God changed them. When people are in touch with you, you must change them. Your life must impact them. You can't put touch stuff on your status. You are a child, in fact, you are an infant. You are in crutch, spiritual crutch. You are peeing on your body and defecating on your body in the spirit. You are trying to say, Praise God. That's what you are doing. You are using pampas. You are, do you understand? Running around crying. That's why you come to church. I need Ferrari. I need Mercedes. I need husband. I need this. I need that. You never come and say, Lord, send me. <laughs> 